Welcome to the Kick Pod, your weekly DM on the stuff that matters. Hello, Lozzie. Hi. How are you today? I am good today. That's we good. need to have a recap. Is that what you call it? Yeah. On the weekend because it was your hands. <laughs> it was party. very, very fun. It was very fun. Thank you so much. You and the girls literally put together the best Aww. the best party ever. When I got there and I saw all the decorations and everything and, and then all the games that were played and everything extra that was on top, I had no idea. Um, it was obvious that there was so much that went into it. So thank you so much for all your effort. You guys obviously know me very well. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much there that I loved, including a giant cheese platter and lots of popcorn. <laughs> it was very trashy Vegas. Does that mean we... It was we, the best. We, yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> What was your favourite part? Um, I don't know. There was literally so many, so many parts. I think I'm very proud of myself for not getting too messy. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna add that in. I had a lot of fun. You're messy, as in like oh, I like drank a lot, but oh I didn't overdrink. Like, you know uh, what I mean? There, it was messy. Like we like put oh, yeah, streamers no, and feather boas. There was, a lot, <laughs> <laughs> there was probably a lot of mess. But um, no, I just feel like I was just at a really good peak level of fun the whole night, and I'm, I just yeah, I went to bed really, really happy, and woke up the next morning super happy, and we then had the most relaxing time at the Peninsula Hot Springs to kind of recover from the night before. (laughs) Um, So that was really nice. But yeah, it was just uh, literally the best weekend, the best weekend ever. All my favourite girls. So it was... um yeah, if anyone's thinking of ideas for their hens, I definitely suggest getting away with some of your best girlfriends because it was so nice to take some time off and just kind of chill out together. And Even asking, Saturday night, we like fell asleep to a movie. Oh, we did. <laughs> and um, asking permission of the house is also very important. We obviously yes. did that. If you're going to rent a house Absolutely. and throw a party. Of course. massive have a DJ. Massive thank you to Caitlin who reached out to me on my Instagram um, and put forward her family's property. Your mum was like the best person ever to deal with um, and your house was literally perfect. So uh, it was great. It was so good. I still have the sore muscles. It was so funny. Uh, like we danced until probably what time? Like one thirty or something? Yeah, maybe one forty-five. I think we ended up going to bed, and we still probably started dancing at five thirty. Yeah, it was a yeah. lot of dancing, and I had to stop like yeah. three times in the night because my <laughs> calf muscles. <were> so <laughs> so it wasn't because I was ever drinking or anything. I was just like, I just need to have a break. I yeah. was like fully sweating. Yeah, I actually... We were just having a real crack. I said to Dan, because I did a session with him, a, a very big kick strength session on Friday before the party. <laughs> on the Sunday and the Saturday, I was so sore all over and I wasn't sure if it was from the dancing or from the session because my, I mean, my glutes were definitely sore, but like literally every other muscle in my body, and I think it was from all the dancing, was sore. So it was a fantastic night, but yes, that's that's that done. And then the rest of this week is basically just me moving house. Yes, <laughs> So exciting. It's a lot You're happening. moving close to me. We're going to be neighbours. It's going to be so nice. We've like, never really been neighbours before. Yeah, because when we were neighbours back in the day, it wasn't it wasn't the same. Like as in like when you were at home and <laughs> I wasn't really at home. I mean, you did come over a lot back yeah, that, I did. that time. I did. Yeah. So I'm excited to be able to catch up with you like outside of work. That'll be nice. Yeah, we sound really sad. <laughs> Go ahead and Steph has a few spare bedrooms. So I've already said one of them is going to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's Even not only five yours. minutes away. I know. So exciting. Yeah, but sometimes I won't be able to be bothered driving home, so I'll be like, I just have to have a sleepover. <laughs> That'll be okay. Yeah. That'll be allowed. <laughs> um, so today's podcast, the chat, is really um, 
probably I just was really excited to get this guest on. This is a really good friend of mine, Blondie. She is an Aussie who grew up in Melbourne, but she's living in LA. She's been living there for the last five years. She's a makeup artist um, who has had quite an incredible career journey. And it was just really awesome to get, I mean, I know her very well. She's a very close friend of mine, but just to get to know a little bit more about her story. um, And I think you guys will find it really interesting. She had some cool stories to share about the makeup industry. And then also on top of that, she's a kick girl, which I love. Um, It's always nice to see friends supporting us, but she generally loves the app and Mm. she's been using it daily for over a year now. Um, And I'm really proud of her. She's had quite a health journey and um, she's loving it. So we talked a little bit about that, but yeah, hope you guys enjoy enjoyed the chat and let us know what you think. Hello. Hello. Welcome to my little hotel room. Thanks for having me. I love this hotel, by the way. It's beautiful. So I'm staying at the Nomad in LA downtown and it's very, very cute. It's adorable. Yeah. So thanks for coming down. Though I know LA traffic isn't always that fun. Did you get any? It actually wasn't too bad coming here. I think because it was like just late enough that people have like already started their days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope you don't get any on the way home. Same. I'm going to see the Joker. I'm so excited (laughs) for you. I um I I've always loved all the other Jokers. Um, Heath Ledger's always been my favorite, but. This has got some really good reviews. It's got some amazing reviews. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm a big DC Batman girl. I know so you are. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, I'll get your review later because <laughs> I think I'm going to go see it with Josh. Definitely. Um, so we start off our podcast the same with every guest. Yep. Uh, guest. <laughs> um, I obviously know you. I've gotten to know you over the years. But just so that the listeners can get to know you a little bit before we get into everything else, can you give us three fun facts about you? Okay. I love tiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those who aren't tiki familiar, it's like tiki bars that are Polynesian themed and you have like Mai Tais and zombies that are the drinks they serve and it's all like a themed environment so I love that. You collect the cups don't you? I do I collect tiki mugs. Yeah that's it. Um, And if you go in my apartment I have like banana palm all over (laughs) the walls and like puffer fish hanging from the ceiling and stuff so that's fun. Um, I my dog and my cat are named after Tarantino characters. Um, and what else can I tell you? I love playing dress up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're good at it too. <laughs> Thank you. I think because you've also got the added skill of makeup on top, it really, your costumes are amazing. I, uh, this is my favourite time of year. Halloween. It's Halloween, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. are you doing? Oh, actually, can you not say what you're going to dress up as this year? I can say because I feel like this will be out probably by the time. Around know, that time. Around that time. Yeah. I'm going to go as... Sarah Michelle Gellar's character in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, wow. Which is so random and no one will know what I am, but the people who do know will yeah. know, so that's all that matters. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> what about the most pivotal moment in your career or life? I would say career-wise was probably when I got booked to do Nails for Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, wow. Which was crazy. Yeah. I was not trained as a nail artist. It's something that I taught myself for fun because I liked like all the designs that people were doing, like with, you know, leopard print nails and like Halloween nails. And somebody saw that I was doing nails and were like, oh, Blondie can do this. And so 
I got hired to do his nails when he was on tour in Australia. And I like said to the agency, I was like, are you sure that I'm like up <laughs> for the job? And they were like, you'll be fine. Yeah. Like what could he possibly need? Well, I was going to you... say, what, what did you actually do to his nails? Is he it just has manicure? one fingernail done and he just has a, an acrylic overlay put on his nail so that his like nail doesn't snap in half. Oh when he strums his guitar. Oh, okay. Yeah, that So it doesn't have to look pretty. It just needs to stay on yeah. and protect his nail, which I could do. And I did it on um, two of his tours. Yeah. Which was cool. And then it opened, me up, opened things up for me to work with other people. Like I got to work with Pink when she was in Australia. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and that, I think, was a huge step into me having the confidence to make the giant leap over here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And that was a big leap. We're definitely going to talk about that leap later. What about um, your first goal that comes to mind? Current goal? Yeah. It's anything. Um, Can be short or long term. Well, I actually, I feel like I'm about to achieve my current goal. I've been booked to go on world tour for a movie. And with our industry over here, like, everybody does award ceremonies and they're a really big deal and I, like, you know, won't take anything away from the fact that we get to do the Oscars and the Emmys and things like that. Mm. But the number one goal that everyone has is to be somebody's personal makeup artist that they take on tour with them around the world because it's like a big job. And uh, I just got my first one, so I'm very excited. So cool. And you're going to get to go to places that you've never been before. Yeah, I'm going to like Korea and I'm going to China. I'm so excited. That is cool. That's really cool. So what about Blondie back in the day? Give us a bit of background. Whereabouts did you grow up? What were you interested when you were growing up? So I grew up in Caulfield South in Mm -hmm. Melbourne. Um, I went to an all-girls private school. Mm -hmm. Was never really into sports. I was definitely more of like the artistic type. I loved theatre and art and painting and singing. And I thought that I would grow up to like move to Hollywood and be like a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is really funny. Uh, yeah. That's sort of me back in the day. I like knew I always wanted to do something creative, but I didn't okay. necessarily know what that was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So when you finished, did you finish high school? I didn't. You didn't Actually, yeah. I love talking about this because it's yeah. one thing that I think that is really important for young people to have is like, hearing stories where you know school isn't for everybody yeah yeah and it's great if it is and you know if that's what you want to work towards but it's not the end of the world if yeah it's not for you Mm because there are so many other options out there for you now absolutely um and I got halfway through year year 12 and I dropped out yeah which I'm sure freaked my parents out but they were really understanding and I think they knew deep down that I was just not enjoying I'm not an academic yeah yeah like I knew when I was I think about 12 that I wanted to do hairdressing yeah and I begged to drop out then and they wouldn't let me yeah (laughs) yeah so it kind of wasn't as much of a surprise when you eventually did no hey you almost got there I almost got there so what did you do once you dropped out I went into I was an apprentice hairdresser for a salon in Windsor which was great and then I moved to another salon which wasn't so great Mm. 
um, where the owner of the salon got charged for having hidden cameras in the toilets. Oh, okay. That's not great. Not great at all. (laughs) Wow. And then I moved back to the other salon that I was at and they had hired a new manager and he would make comments about my body that were inappropriate. And so I had two really bad experiences. That sucks. Early on in my career. Yeah. Which... I then took a year off and decided not to work after that because it was really stressful. Yeah. And during that time, I discovered that if I did hair and makeup, that I could then work for myself and I wouldn't have those situations thrown upon me because I'd be my own boss. And so then I did a makeup course and I fell in love with makeup. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of course did you do? So I went to Swinburne University okay. um, or like the TAFE in Paran, which I don't think they offer that course anymore, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know Monica Gingold, she yeah. was in my class. Yeah. Um, and Merton was in – no, Merton – actually, no, Merton wasn't there. Why did I think he was? We started at Mac together. Yeah, okay. There's a few of us Melbourne makeup artists all say, know each other. I remember that you – when did you start at Mac? Uh, it was like right at the end of my makeup course. Yeah, so I cool. did the makeup course for a year and it was awesome. We learned like prosthetics and special effects and we got to do a bit of everything. And I thought I would go into film makeup yeah. and I didn't. My friend was like, who are you kidding? You're a fashion girl. And I was like, you're, <laughs> but you're probably right. you're such a film girl. I am such a film girl, but I think like I also really love that pretty aesthetic as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. And film is such a different road as far as, like, makeup goes. And you have to do so much more studying on top of the course that you already do. And I just wanted to, like, launch right in. Yeah. Yeah. So when you – so you started working at Mac. Yeah, right after I finished, which was so funny because I was like, I'm never going to work for anyone ever again. And then I, like, went and worked at Mac. But I had such a great time working there because – I learned more working there than I think I did in my course because we were dealing with different skin tones, yeah, different eye shapes, customers all the time. different, you know, everybody looks so different and you learn how to do makeup for different faces. Yeah. And everyone has different preferences as well. Exactly. Yeah. That would have been cool. When was it that you, like, were you still working at Mac when you started to um, do stuff offsite? As in? I... When I was working at Mac, I met Ben Jay, who mm-hmm. used to be a makeup artist. He's now a um, – he does, like, a lot of directing and photography. He's awesome. Um, and when I was leaving Mac, he used to come in and buy makeup from me, and I went up to him and I was like, I'm leaving. And he was like, <laughs> call me. And so I started assisting him, and then I met other hair and makeup artists through him and through different agencies. I started – learning from other people Mm. which was incredible yeah 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 I think makeup is probably one of those ones that once you have the experience more so than like you would have learned obviously so much in your course but once you got working as you said when you were working with different faces or with different clients in the end that's where you learn all the all the t- tips and tricks to how to actually work as well as yeah. make it's someone It's more than just the techniques yeah, that you're learning. Exactly. You're learning how to behave exactly. on set and how to communicate with people, which is such a huge part of it. Mm. And I think it's why certain people succeed in the industry and certain people don't because Absolutely. it's all comes down to how you interact with people. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it can be the same with modelling. I mean, there's still, there's, I'm sure there's still lots of successful models who are a pain in the ass to work with, but a lot of the time you get booked again because you were awesome to work with, yeah. not necessarily. You have a good work, yeah. work ethic and, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Can you remember the first job we worked on together? I know you think it's Bondi Sands, but I don't think it is. I don't think it was the first, but that is the earliest memory I have. Like I definitely, I we always definitely wondered if Tiger Mist was earlier. Oh, yeah, I think it okay, was. yeah, it would have been. And Tiger it was Mist. like right when they first started shooting mm-hmm. with a proper photographer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been it. Because I remember being really familiar with you on that Bondi Sand shoot. As yeah. in, like, we were... Yeah, we'd we worked together photos, for a while. The videos and everything, we were, like, yeah. mucking around. So, but for some reason, that was, like, the earliest thing I could think of because that was six and a half years ago. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> crazy. I don't know how many years we've known each other. I yeah. can't even remember. Well, it would be about seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been in makeup? I've been doing makeup... So I'm 36 and I started doing it probably when I was like 20. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So it's been a while. Talk to me about Blondie, the name, because your name's oh. Beck. <laughs> yes. So where did that come from? Was that, was that because you went into the industry and you felt like you had to have an industry name or did it come earlier than that? It came earlier than that. I was working at Mac with another girl named Rebecca and uh, neither of us wanted to be Rebecca because yeah. we feel like we're getting in trouble. <laughs> um, and we both went by Beck and everyone was like, it's too confusing having two Becks. And so she had pink hair and I had blonde hair and so she was pink and I was blondie. And then it kind of stuck. Which That's cool. I love it. I think it's fun. and I think it really suits you. Yeah. Not the best. I mean, doesn't. it's funny because my hair's red right now. But <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's like you. I know, as you said before, you said when you were younger that you had this dream that you were going to be um, some famous Hollywood, you know, I think all of us did. But you do have that, like, kind of persona and, and character about you. So I feel like having a name it like Blom- Blondie really suits. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And it did. It's funny. Like, I didn't intend for it to be a career move, but it ended up being one that worked really well um well, because memorable. people remember it yeah. yeah it's so good and it's so unique yeah so I think it definitely helped it's so good um and then so you were based in Melbourne for yeah. a while what and you said that you know after working with a few big names and everything that kind of sparked your confidence to move over here yeah how long ago is that now I've been here five years now okay and is this home now for you definitely yeah yeah I love it here how long did it take you though to feel settled I suppose in the new industry is it very different over here it's funny I thought I would get here and have to go to all these parties and schmooze with people and like get to know people but the agency had me booked as soon as I got here like I think my first job working here was a photo shoot with Willow Shields who was on the Hunger Games Mm. and that was just like the first job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I think a few months later, I got booked on Cara Delevingne. Oh my God, I remember that. I was And like, I was <gasps> like, <gasps> I've just got here. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. It was great though. Um, so, it didn't take long to settle in. But then I think the second year I was here after the glow of being here had worn off, I started to get homesick. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to stay here. And then the following year I went back to being excited about being here and I've been excited ever since. It's yeah. just funny. It comes in waves. Yeah. Because you're close to your family. You're close with your brother. Yeah, I'm close with all my siblings. Yeah. I've got two brothers and a sister yeah. and mum and dad and I've got nieces and a nephew. So yeah. 
but they all come to visit. That's so nice. it's been like I haven't been back for two and a half years. That's nice. Which is cra- it's well, time. that's crazy. It's time I think it's time to come, back. to come back. We do miss you over there. <laughs> yes, um, but it has been so exciting seeing you kill it. Um, I think when definitely when you mentioned Cara, when I saw that pop up on Facebook, I was like, no way. She was like one of my favorite models at the time, and I, was I mean, insane. I was whoa, we got to paint that face. Like that's insane. It's funny too because I rocked up not even realizing I was wearing this Batman t-shirt and I was like oh my god she's in Suicide Squad I'm such an idiot <laughs> you look like and I probably look t- like the biggest <laughs> fangirl um <laughs> which is really funny I'm probably gonna wear that t-shirt later today <laughs> what's like I'm gonna make you name drop because I think like one thing that people would get excited if they're whether whoever they are going to Hollywood I think we all especially as Aussies get excited about seeing famous people or or working with famous people and and it's your day-to-day these days as in like you get to meet some really cool people um who are some of the coolest people that you've met I it's funny like I tend to not fangirl anymore and then I'll work with someone who was big in my childhood or something and then I'll get really excited but I guess probably the biggest would be Steven Spielberg. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's amazing. And then I also work with Finn Wolfhard, who's on Stranger he's Things. He's the best. He's awesome. I adore him. He's That would be fun. That would be He's fun. really fun. Um, I'm currently working with Linda Hamilton, who mm-hmm. if you guys haven't watched Terminator, you guys need to watch Terminator because <laughs> she's the biggest badass of all. That's cool. Like... If you want Fitspiration, watch Terminator 2 and just watch her working out on, like, a bed frame. <laughs> she's doing, like, all these pull-ups. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's I need awesome. To get a, I need to watch that. It's so good. You and Josh should watch it together. Yeah. yeah. I love those kind of movies where it's, like, the girl is, like, super strong and powerful and badass. That's awesome. Yeah. She's great. She was, like, in Dante's Peak as well. Okay. I don't know if you remember nah. that movie. It was, like, about a volcano erupting with Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. She did, like, a lot of action kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah. Where does your love of movies come from? Because you've definitely got like this, you just love movies. I and especially love movies. old movies and horror and thrillers and stuff like that. Where does that come from? I think because mum used to work really late. She's a nurse and she would work like late nights. Mm. And so dad would be left looking after us. And when dad would look after us, he'd show us movies like Cujo and Jaws and <laughs> like. I think I watched Eraserhead, which is the weirdest movie. Um, It's a David Lynch film and it's very strange. Uh, From when I was, like, super little. And some of those movies I watched later on and was like, Dad, I can't believe you let me watch this. But it also explains why I love horror movies as well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I've always been obsessed. I've been obsessed with Hollywood and America. Like, all of my letters at school with like friends I kept them all and when you read back over them it's like you're gonna make it to Hollywood one day oh my god (laughs) it's really funny oh I love that no but again it's your it's your character I totally get it and I totally get why you feel at home here yeah yeah do you think you'll be here forever probably okay it's funny I just I don't know if I could go back to Australia and feel challenged in my job Mm now that I've worked here I don't know yeah speaking of challenges in your job um obviously without naming any names or what job it was what are some of the worst things that's happened on the job um have you had any bad stories 
I've had one I've had one client since moving here where I called the agency and I was like never book me with her again okay um and it was one of those ones where like I loved her in movies from the 90s mm-hmm. um and I was booked to do her nails and I'd painted all of her nails and then all of a sudden she got up and started doing yoga with someone and like just completely ruined them all and then sat back down I had to redo them all again and then she like yelled at us we had like somebody doing hair someone doing makeup right. and me doing nails all at once mm-hmm. and she was like everyone stop touching me and just like started yelling at us okay all. okay um and then after I had finished all of her nails she looks at them and she goes I don't like the color she was just like not <laughs> just a nice really person. difficult yeah and, oh that's not um nice. but that said I feel like I have to always remind myself that everybody has a bad day. Yeah. And so totally. you can go to work one day and someone will be a nightmare and then you're with them the next day and they're totally normal. Yeah. And, you know, so I try not to go in with like a preconceived idea of what someone's going to be like. Yeah. Like a lot of the time other makeup artists will have worked with someone and they'll be like, oh, you're working with them. They're a nightmare. And then yeah, you get okay. there and they love you. Yeah. So it's Depends just... who you gel with. Has there been anyone that you've met that you were excited about and then you were kind of let down a little? Oh, not, for sure. Not named but for sure definitely yeah yeah Yeah, like people that I've had crushes because I do grooming as well so I do makeup on men and it will be like somebody I would have had a crush on when I was (laughs) in high school and then you meet them and they're total douche yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I know that (laughs) yeah well um, and then there's people that I haven't worked with that I don't want to because I don't want to ruin the mystery 100% yeah yeah I think I think once you because I I I feel like when I was living over here and I, I w- was meeting a few people that, I don't know, uh, were famous, um, I, d- I had the same thing. I had some people that I met that I was really disappointed with, other people that I met who I was super, like, excited and they were great and just as great as I thought they would be. But it made me think about all the other people that I'd want to meet and it made me not want to meet them. Totally. <laughs> just, like, stay as a mystery, stay as that lovely person that I think you are Yeah, forever. it's funny. Like, people are always like, oh, do you have one celebrity that you wish you could do mm. hair and makeup for? And I'm like, well, no, because I feel like I'd ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that said, though, I think I'd want to do Angelina Jolie. I was going to say that you have to have someone in yeah. there. Angie's Angie's probably my number one. She. So when we were talking about badass people before... Mr. and Mrs. Smith, her and Mr. and Mrs. Smith is just like, I just, I just, yeah, I'm obsessed. It's like a massive girl and crush Tomb on Tomb Raider too. And Tomb Raider, yeah. She's a badass woman. Salt as well. Mm-hmm. She's she got plays so many. that kind of character really well. Yeah. Really strong. So what about aspiring makeup artists out there who yeah. may or may not have the interest in and coming over here but just in general what are your pieces of advice for them for for starting out my biggest advice would be to assist like assist 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 as much as you can other people in the industry who are at the top of their game um because not only will you pick up different skills and techniques you'll learn how they interact with people on set and that's such a huge part of it Um, But then it also puts you in the sight of the agencies that they're working for. Mm. And so when you're coming up and eventually want to join an agency, they'll already know who you are. Yeah. Um, And then my other piece of advice, I think when people finish makeup school, they're so excited to do makeup that they want to put like crazy colors are all over everyone. And they like, you know, just want to show what they can do. But often I think with the industry, you know, if you look at all the jobs that we do, it's all very natural. Yeah. 
And if you can get a portfolio together where it's all showcasing how natural you can Well, yeah, because I feel like a lot of the time clients want that no makeup makeup makeup, look. And it's probably one of the hardest makeup looks to... To achieve. Yeah. Definitely. And so if you can master that, you're more likely to get booked on work and you're also more likely to get an agent. Um, And then you can do the crazy creative editorial stuff. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... So you started with hair and then you went into makeup. Yeah. Do you prefer one over the other? I do. And I don't know if it's because I have like post-traumatic stress from when I was a hairdresser. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. But I... And I'm so glad that I did do hair because I don't think I would book as much work as I do if I just did one. Yeah. Um... So I'm glad that I did that and I'm glad that I can cut hair too because I've been able to do haircuts on some of my male clients that other people wouldn't have gotten if they couldn't cut hair. Yeah. So I'm glad that I did it, but I definitely, it's like I say, you're either a sculptor or you're a painter and I'm definitely a painter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you as a friend. Um, the support that you've shown us with Kick has been so, so lovely. Like we are always talking about you in the office and Laura and I can't thank you enough because you have been like one of the biggest advocates for Kick. Um, and when you first showed interest in it and started doing it, I got so excited. I get so excited when any of my friends are because I think a lot of the time when you, when you run your own business, like your friends will always support you, but they won't necessarily try it or like do anything with it. They just kind of tell you that like oh that's great like keep going or whatever so it's really nice when someone's actually physically actually giving it a go and then genuinely enjoys it and the amount that you shared was just like I can't thank you enough it's like the coolest thing ever and to watch you on that journey has been so amazing but what made you start kick what made you try it out being 36 single (laughs) and childless (laughs) yeah right (laughs) if I'm being super honest um yeah I I when I hit 35 did the massive freak out of being like I'm single and I really want a family and Mm -hmm. I can't control any of that so what can I control Mm -hmm. and so I decided to try and be healthier to make my mind healthier and feel better and so that's sort of why I started the journey. Mm. And I'm glad I did because I'm in a much better place mentally this year, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What have you found some of the biggest challenges? Um, definitely with work. Yeah. Uh, keeping with a routine because I don't have a routine. Like what, some days I work, sometimes I don't work. Some days I work 14 hours. Yeah. And, so that's hard and that's I think why I love kick so much because you can do it anywhere (laughs) like I know that when I was in Copenhagen visiting my brother I didn't have any of my weights and so I like messaged you and Laura and I was like hey give me some workouts that don't have weights and I was still doing it and you know it's only 20 minutes so you can just get it done in the morning quickly and still make it to work without feeling like you've had to get up too early in the morning or you know, I love that. And another one of the challenges is probably that I am fructose intolerant. Yeah. So I haven't followed the meal plans like everybody else has. And I know that I could substitute things, but oh, I'm also hard. a little yeah. bit fussy. It's definitely something we're working on for sure. I think um, that's something that we want to definitely implement in the future because you're not the only one for sure. Yeah. It's a hard one because 
Everyone has um, different levels of intolerances too. I with think fructose. Katie was talking about it on the podcast the yeah. other day about, you know, everyone having different levels of mm-hmm. what they react to. Exactly. And so, you know, I can handle garlic and it's fine. Yeah. But then if I have onion or beans, yeah. I'm so not okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it is like I know what my body can handle and what it can't. So for me, I've just been focusing more on like portion sizes as opposed to, you know, the types of food because I know that if I limit myself with what I can eat, I rebel against it. So mm. I'm not mm-hmm. depriving myself yeah, in good. any way. Yeah, good. I'm still enjoying things because I love Italian food. I'm yeah. still going to eat pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're in your tiki bar And I love times. my t- tiki drinks that are exactly. full of sugar. <laughs> but that's what it's all about. And I, I love that. I think that it's really nice that you've been able to share your journey and, um, Share, share how much you were moving your body and loving it and how it was making you feel energized but at the same time you were still totally just enjoying life and I think that's what we really like to see in the community when girls are finding that they've been on different either programs or different um, workout schedules before where they've felt like they were really restricted in what they ate or they felt so much guilt when they weren't on track or whatever and it's like there's never a perfect track you know we're always going to fall in and out of routine but just do what you can when you can and and exactly. you'll feel good. That's so good. Whereabouts are you at your journey now? Currently, I need a big kick up the butt. <laughs> <laughs> if everyone good. wants to, like, slide into my DMs <laughs> on Instagram and just, like, give me some motivation. I've had, like, a couple of... You had um, a big month. I had a big month last night. Uh, last month. <laughs> last, last night. night. <laughs> <laughs> so, um some stressful things that happened in my personal life, which I won't go into. Mm. Um, and I also had people coming and visiting from in and out of town. Yeah. And so... Life gets in the way. And it was my birthday month in yeah. July. So I was just like, I'll let it all Have go. Yeah. And now I need to get back on track. Yeah. But I think um, when you when you get off track sometimes, you remember how good you were feeling when you were on track. So it's not as hard the second time around. Totally. The hardest is the, the very first time you, you start your journey. That's always going to be the hardest. And one of the things I noticed, like I was really down because I was like, oh, I've really let myself go and I'm really disappointed. No, you haven't. And I took a before and after photo, which I've been doing just to track my progress, just, you know, yeah. out of curiosity. Yeah, not yeah. because cause I didn't start the journey with the idea that I wanted to get thin or anything. It was no. more... You're not putting value in yourself in, in, in that. It's just that you, you wanted to find a healthy routine. That's basically it. But exactly. it is a nice way sometimes to, to show. Yeah, you want to see, see how it. you're getting stronger yeah. and things yeah. like that. And so I took a photo and I had realised that I hadn't let myself go as much as I thought I had. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, which was good. Yeah, Because that helped me feel a little more motivated. <laughs> and you just, you generally like look so healthy and glowy every time I see you and when I get to come back here and it's it's just amazing it's it's so great I'm glad you're enjoying it I love it and I want to say thank you to you girls too because when I was at school we didn't have anything like this (laughs) and I think it's so important for young girls to have role models like you and Laura because you know I know a lot of you probably love the Kardashians, but to me, I don't think they're the greatest role models. And, you know, I think it's really special that you're showing that you don't have to look a certain way and you don't have to love sport and you don't have to, you know, fit into a cookie cutter mold. Yeah. You know, 
and you're all lifting each other up and that's why I love the kit community as well you know everyone's a cheerleader for each other and it's such a good vibe it is a nice vibe it's my favorite part of the whole program for sure that's awesome what would you say I'm sure like you've said before in your stories that people ask you a lot of questions about kick yeah what would you say for someone who's been thinking about trying it or even if it's not kick in general like just getting on a nice healthy routine what, what would you say to them to motivate them to start I think the hardest thing with starting any kind of journey like this is feeling intimidated by it Mm. and thinking that straight away you need to go into a gym and start lifting weights and doing all that stuff. And honestly, if all you do is throw on your sneakers and go for a walk around the block, Mm. if that's all you do for the first day, that's awesome. Like you should be proud of that and, you know, baby steps. There's no need to force yourself to run a 5K straight away. Like it takes training, it takes time and... The more you get out and as long as you move your body every day, you'll notice that you get better and better at it. Yeah. And if you do fall off the wagon like I have, <laughs> you will Everyone get else back does. on, you know, it's, and it's you shouldn't feel bad about it. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Just that's go nice. for a walk. Yeah, literally. I love walking. Same. I put my headphones. It's funny. People are always like messaging me going, hey, can we go hiking together or can we go for a run together? But it's such and a time that you want to be by yourself. Yeah, I put my music on and yeah. it's like meditating. Yeah. I'm the like same. I, I like walking my head. by myself. Yeah. Um, I take my puppy, but that's different. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> They're just, you just, that's the best part about going on a walk when you can take them with you. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I think that's something that we try and, try and share as well is it, not just baby steps, but you don't the easiest way to stay in a routine is to be doing something that you actually enjoy like exercise does not have to be hell of course you have to challenge yourself like it can't always be easy um but yeah there's if you hate something don't force yourself to do it because it'll be the hardest thing to motivate yourself to do time and time again I find with my routine mixing it up is the way that I stay motivated like I feel like doing something softer I'll go for yoga and Pilates if I feel like going hard I'll do running or hit or if I feel like getting stronger I'll do strength like I just go by the way I feel each day or whatever other people have to be a bit more structured and then there's other people who just like running or just like yoga and I think it's really important that people realize that you don't have to um, do one specific thing um, just do whatever works for you because that's, that's what I like about yeah. the program too because oh. <laughs> I I do get bored doing the same thing all the Mm. time. But also, like, when I first started, I was getting really into the boxing Mm -hmm. and, like, all the weights. And then I started getting into running and I was loving running. And then all of a sudden summer came and it was too hot. Yeah. Like, I can't motivate myself in the heat. Everyone's, like, on the opposite. I want to stay in bed when it's cold. But LA's winter's not that cold. It's, like... That's like the, the perfect, perfect time to work out stuff. Yeah. weather. Like. Absolutely. And so when summer came, I was like, okay, what can I do to motivate myself? And so I started swimming laps. Yeah, I saw that. And like I love swimming. Yeah. Again, it's like meditative. It's yeah. like you drown out the world and just like you're in peace and quiet. So. Yeah. But it's just nice that you've just – you've got yourself into that routine where you just were motivated to move. You didn't really yeah. care how. It was just like whatever was going to work for you that day. And I think that's – that's what's important. That's what people need to need to realize that there's so many different ways to to move. I even say to people, it's like that incident. Um, is, it, is it called incidental exercise? No, that's not the right word. What is it? Oh. When you like purposely take the stairs, or right, you park further away from work so you can walk. 
I'm definitely yeah. using the wrong word, but I know, but it, it kind of sounds like that works though. I'm like, I feel like that's what I want to call it. Yeah. And I do that too, like yeah. now, which I never used to. And I definitely will take the stairs if it's an option, if yeah. I don't have my makeup kit. Yeah. Oh, um, well, yeah. Those kits are heavy. They are heavy. But yeah, for the most part, if I'm like in a shopping mall or something, I'll take the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Well, this is my favorite question. And I know you, when I sent it through to you, you were like, oh my God, how am I going to answer that? But I feel like being the movie buff that you are, I need to know. It was so hard because I realized, (laughs) and I posted this on my Twitter page. I did like a collage of all these characters and I was like, I think there's something really wrong with me (laughs) because I tend to relate more to a protagonist, a protagonist, but Wait, I was wait, wait. like, that's not going to... The question, in case this is the first <laughs> podcast people are listening, is <laughs> if you could be anyone in a... Any character in a movie or a TV show, who would it be and why? Okay, so <laughs> ignoring all the ones that I came up with because they're all really terrible people. <laughs> not bad people, they're just very flawed people. Um, I think if I was going to be somebody, I would want to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nice. Yeah. You posted her today. I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so funny. I Why? Because Buffy's strong, but she also has a vulnerability about her that makes her... Um, like, she's not so strong that she's dead inside. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of really powerful, strong characters out that there. That have no, like, like, love and romance or... Or no empathy yeah, or, yeah. you know, she's still got this vulnerability about her even though she's such a badass and yeah. that's what I like about her and she's, like, fiercely loyal to everybody who she loves and, mm. yeah. Amazing. Love Buffy. Love that. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming on the Kick Pod. Thank you. It's been awesome chatting to you. And I think um, a lot of the aspiring makeup artists will, will like what you said. But it's also just not, I've, I really was excited to talk about your Kick journey because I think people, I mean, Laura and I could go on and on about Kick, honestly. It's our baby. So we're, we're happy to rave about it. But it's nice to hear it from someone else. Um, and I did not hand her a script. She definitely didn't. <laughs> I love Kick and anyone. I've got a few Kick girls following me on my Instagram and I try and respond to you all. Aww. I love that you guys interact with me and it helps so much with the motivation. Yeah. Oh, it helps us too. We say to the girls a lot, like we're not motivated every day. And sometimes just logging into the community is like, oh my God, okay. All oh, of these kit girls have enjoyed today's workout. I'm going to get my ass out of it. Like, definitely. It's so good. I love, I love you girls. Keep doing what you're doing. Oh, thanks. And before we finish up, so you're thinking, well, you've started recording your own podcast. Yes. I'm just going to slide that in there. So <laughs> maybe this will motivate started, you to <laughs> keep going. I've just started. Yes. That will <laughs> mo- motivate me to get my podcast finished. Good. Um, yeah. If you guys want to motivate me on all aspects of life, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to share your Instagram handle so people can find you online? Because you, I like that you've got a few. I have a lot of Instagrams actually, <laughs> but I like that you know, like the two, the two that I'm following is like obviously ones for work, yes, and then ones like yeah. If you want to follow pictures of celebrities, <laughs> jump online and follow my work Instagram, which is at Blondie MUA. Yeah, 
which stands stands for makeup artist. Um, and then my personal Instagram, where you'll see my kick journey and probably a lot of like Halloween related Comic Con yeah. stuff. Um, that's Blondie at Blondiewood underscore. Um, yeah, yeah, so good. That's awesome. Oh, well, <laughs> I can't wait to work with you tomorrow. It has been years. I'm so excited. Yeah. We're gonna have so much fun. Yeah. Alright, well, thanks, Blondie. Love you. Bye, love you. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed that chat. Make sure you check out Blondie's Instagram. She actually has a few. (laughs) So I'm sure you'll be able to find her, particularly ahead of time of Halloween, because I can assure you the kind of content she puts up for Halloween inspiration (laughs) is awesome. But now it is time for question of the week. Yes, it is. And this question is from Belinda. And I love it because we didn't actually talk about this. No. Yes. Okay. So Belinda noticed that on Friday night on Mm. your hen's party, she didn't see much on social media (laughs) and wanted to know why. Well, thank you for your question, Belinda. Um, We, I just kind of had a thought before the party and I spoke to the girls about it who were organising it. Um about possibly having a bit of a unplugged rule. So putting your phones away kind of thing. A lot of the people that were there, obviously close friends and family and everything, but there was also a lot of girls who were really close to me who were in the industry mm. and they're so used to going to events and snapping every part of it and posting every minute of it and everything like that. So I just kind of figured maybe some of us would just want a bit of a night off, um, just enjoy let your hair moment. down a little bit, let, enjoy the moment exactly and, um, yeah, just kind of have fun with, with each other. And, and it wasn't like a full strict rule or anything like that. Um, Um, But it was just nice. I think people found it kind of refreshing and enjoyed not having their phone on them all Mm. night. And I mean, we had film cameras scattered around, so I can't wait to get them developed and and see because I think what we kind of did was everyone had their phone on them until the sun went down. So we got some really nice photos. um, And then once it was just dancing in the darkness in the inside, it was up to the film cameras. So (laughs) excited to see them. But yeah, it was not really for any other reason other than just to kind of enjoy the moment. Um, And it wasn't, I don't really feel like everyone needs to see every moment of, of something like a hen's party mm. and it wasn't like a you know it was a bit of a what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas but it's not like anything <laughs> crazy went on it was just we just wanted to enjoy the moment I think did you like it yeah I loved it it was so good it was so nice just having our phone away and mm. just, I, well I loved it because none of my bad dance moves could be shown online <laughs> Because I'm sick of it. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I just, I just literally, I didn't have my phone. I reckon at seven thirty, I remember running into the room and texting Josh and just being like, "I love you," and putting my phone down. <laughs> See ya. And then I just didn't touch it the rest of the night. So um, it was a bit funny waking up in the morning to not having any footage or phone or, or photos mm-hmm. on my phone. That was a bit like, "Oh, wait, what, what happened last night?" Um, but it was it was really nice at the same time. I just think it made made sure that I enjoyed every single second and I don't know, didn't feel like I had to look a certain way or act a certain mm. way or anything. It was just just fun. Love but it. anyway, I highly recommend that for anyone having a hen's party um, to switch off or any party really for that matter. Um, definitely make sure you guys are taking the time to enjoy the moment, especially in times like this. But thank you for sending your question. Um, we answer a question every week on our podcast and I usually <laughs> usually put up a very last minute <laughs> um, kind of question box on my story either Monday or Tuesday of the week of the podcast. So make sure you keep an eye out on that if you want to send in a question. That would be greatly appreciated. And we'll be back next week, next Wednesday morning. So we'll 
not see you there, but you'll hear us there. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. You can also find us on Instagram <laughs> at laura.henshaw, at Steph Claysmith, and of course at Keeper Cleaner or www.keepercleaner.com.au. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.